Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Catherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odours and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that by just adding a few special superfoods to a dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. I think it's fantastic that more and more people these days are becoming conscious of the food they eat, but shouldn't we be taking the same care for our pets? The health of our dogs means so much. So no wonder owners are posting their glowing reviews of Badlands dog food and how it has improved the energy and coat of their beloved dogs. But don't take it from me. Go to badlandsfood.com forward slash frightful and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash frightful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dust to dust. ever been to a funeral? Yeah, they're not exactly fun experiences. Though I guess you might say that depends on who died. Still, for most of us, going to a funeral service can involve a heady cocktail of emotions. Sometimes they're genuinely heartbreaking, but others they're just, well, a bit awkward. Sometimes they're inspiring, while other funerals are surprising. I went to a funeral once of an elderly man who was specially requested that we listen to a song that really mattered to him in his life. It was the 1980s hit, I Should Be So Lucky, by Australian pop star Kylie Minogue. We all sat there in the church, just looking at the coffin and listening to the whole thing from start to finish. And we all just started singing along. I should be so lucky, 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 lucky. After the service, I asked the widow about it, and she just said, he always had the hots for Kylie. So yes, funerals can be a mixed bag. However, when was the last time you went to a funeral which was truly horrifying, disgusting, or full-on dangerous. Well, get your black jacket on, because you're about to attend a whole bunch of these. Because I'm Peter Laws, and tonight on Frightful, we have been invited to the worst funerals ever.
School kids in England are often taught about a man called William the Conqueror of Normandy in France, who invaded England and became its first king in 1066. And you'd think that a king would have a most noble funeral, but things went horribly wrong. The problem was that William liked food, and he indulged in the finest meals until he had reached a rather colossal size. That's not me fat-shaming, by the way, it's just an important detail for what you're about to hear. He was so large that in 1087 he was campaigning against his own son, that's another story, when his horse reared unexpectedly. And his belly was so large that it was hanging over the saddle, so when the horse went up it pushed the saddle deep into his abdomen and his intestines were punctured and despite their best efforts over the next six weeks doctors couldn't save his intestines and he sadly died end of story no you see his corpse was kind of neglected for a while after that because he wasn't particularly well loved and he was left half naked in a french hospital until a traveling knight decided to do the honorable thing and bury him the only problem was that they had left the embalming process for far too long and so William had already started to rot. This knight, however, decided, oh well, I guess I'll embalm him anyway. So he got to it. And once it was done, the knight took this hefty corpse and by boat sailed down the River Seine to a church in Caen, where William would be buried. And when the knight arrived, however, there was a fire in the city, so that delayed the burial even more. Then a guy turned up contesting the burial, saying that the churchyard was on his land, illegally. All of this extra time for the journey and for the city hassles meant that the body of William was just waiting for weeks and weeks. And in that time, the bacteria was building up inside William's damaged intestines. Nobody knew, but his intestines had quietly ruptured and were causing gases to flood his body cavity. The heat from the city fire didn't help either. All this gas started to inflate William's already considerably large bowels. So the day of the funeral finally came, and a hole was dug for the body. The gravedigger started to lower William into his new home, but there was a problem. Have you ever tried to force a full balloon into a bottle of Budweiser? Probably not, actually, but you get my point, I think. They pushed and shoved William's bloated body into the hole that was really too small. Some reports say that actually it was a marble coffin that they couldn't fit him into. Whatever the case, they were forcing a long-dead, obese, bloated corpse into a very small space. And it's said that two soldiers had to climb up on the body, standing on it, to try and push it in. And when that didn't work, they started to jump up and down on it. Some say with remarkable enthusiasm, since William wasn't so much liked around there. But all the jumping did was to cause a loud snap that broke the dead king's back. This set off a terrible chain reaction, because the glutinous king's now sharp and snapped spine dislodged and tore a hole into his stomach, and then his corpse exploded with a loud bang, and the smell from all that rotting flesh and internal gas was said to be horrifying, so much so that everybody in sniffing distance simply ran away. It was a hideous funeral, but the plus side was that the now-exploded king had deflated, and so they could finally fit him in his tomb. Visitors can go and see his gravestone today inside St. Stephen Monastery in Caen, France. It's all very dignified and somber. I wonder how many people realise how gross things might be down there. 
Well, William was not the only corpse to explode. When King George IV of England was embalmed, he was embalmed badly, so that his corpse had started to swell inside the coffin. And people started to notice there was a problem when the corpse started almost bursting through the lead lining of the casket. Thankfully, a quick thinker drilled a hole and let out all of that explosive, disgusting gas. In 1927, George V's wife, Queen Mary, was mourning the sad loss of her brother Adolphus. At the funeral procession, she and other mourners processed in a solemn and respectful silence and then jumped at the sudden sound of her brother's body. It had exploded loudly inside the coffin. Sometimes fitting a corpse into their place of rest is not problematic because of their weight, but it has more to do with their height like in the 19th century case of Alexander Hamilton Douglas. He was really into ancient Egyptian mummies. And at one point, he went to Paris to buy an actual Egyptian sarcophagus in 1836. He bought it originally for the British Museum, but then he got rather taken by it himself. And he decided that when he passed away, he would like to become a mummy himself. And why not? What would happen, however, to the ancient Egyptian corpse that was already inside? Well, that's anybody's guess though a friend of his, Thomas Pettigrew, may have taken it on. Pettigrew was a surgeon, but he was really into mummies as well. And he liked to perform private, historical demonstrations for a delighted and invited Victorian crowd. Mummy parties, basically, where he would unwrap corpses, using levers to unravel all of these ancient bandages as a thrilled audience looked on. Well, Alexander Douglas died in 1852, and as per his instructions, he was mummified, and Pettigrew was the man to do it. Whether he combined this with one of his mummy parties is unknown. What we do know, however, is that the now mummified Duke was transported to his estate, where that sarcophagus he bought was waiting for him. He would get an honourable, mystical, and dignified burial. Except, when they went to lay him to rest inside, they discovered he was way too tall eight inches taller than the previous occupant, in fact. This presented the people with a dilemma. Should they put him in another tomb instead, or try and make this one work? They stuck with the latter. After all, he was really into mummies. They just had to make one adjustment to get him in. It's not fully known exactly how they managed it, but it's been suggested that they either bent his legs underneath him, or they did something more drastic and rearranged his legs with a sledgehammer or they may have simply sawn his feet clean off. Either way, he fitted in quite nicely. Though I don't like the idea of being buried in a stolen tomb. What if the ghost of the old mummy would torment the newly installed ghost with no feet? So far, the funerals we've attended have been bad news for the corpse, but sometimes it's the mourners who are in danger. Like in June 1988 in the village of Zabolotai in Ukraine, A funeral service was held for a man who had died from drinking an alcoholic spirit obtained from the black market. It was actually a highly poisonous industrial spirit, and it killed him. Yet he had some left over, and the same drink was accidentally served at his wake, and ten more people died. A similar thing happened in January 2015 in Mozambique, when 200 people were hospitalized and 72 people died after drinking tainted homebrewed alcohol at a funeral. It was thought that the drink, called a pombe, had been intentionally poisoned with crocodile bile. It's not clear if that's really the cause, but still. 
murder has even taken place at funeral homes. Like on the afternoon of January the 24th, 1992, when a funeral home turned into a horrific bloodbath, a 45-year-old minister called Freddie L. Armstrong walked into Locke's Mortuary in Bastrop, Louisiana, where he spoke with two people, Reverend Fred Neal, an elderly man, and Ms. Opiri Locke. Armstrong had been in to see them earlier. He'd been asking for a copy of a death certificate. He'd been carrying a briefcase at the time. But when he returned for the second time, he got this briefcase and just looked at Neil and Locke for about one minute. And then he opened the briefcase. Inside was a large butcher knife. Ms. Locke decided that at that point it was probably wise to leave. So she walked out and she raised the alarm. But Reverend Neil, perhaps hoping to support his clearly troubled colleague, stayed with Reverend Armstrong. A police officer called Womack arrived later, and he found Armstrong covered in blood, leaning over Neil's dead body. Womack called for backup and was told to wait at the entrance. And as he did, he saw a hideous sight through the glass. Armstrong, the reverend who had walked away from the body, returned to it. He knelt down next to it, and with his right hand, he began to cut into the neck. He completely severed the elderly reverend's head and then stood up with the head in his hands. And he even held the head up just so that Officer Womack would see. Then he put the head down and lifted the headless body and placed it into a chair. Reverend Armstrong then wandered off into the building, taking the head with him. And when backup arrived, they found the head in a toilet upstairs. Armstrong put the knife back into his briefcase and calmly tried to leave as if nothing had happened. He was arrested at the entrance. It transpired that Reverend Armstrong had only recently been released from a mental hospital, clearly too soon. At the trial, Armstrong's lawyer appealed against the guilty verdict, saying his client was obviously insane at the time of the murder. A rational man, the lawyer told the court, does not decapitate a man in the presence of a police officer. Some funeral nightmares are upsetting, but at least nobody dies. Well, apart from the dead person. Like the funeral of Army veteran Kenneth Moore in August 2009. The undertakers brought the corpse to the Methodist church, ready for the funeral. But his wife looked into the open casket and said, Uh, that's not Ken. The undertaker said, Yes, it is. Bodies just look a bit different after they pass away. And so she gathered family members to have a peek, and they all agreed with the widow. That's not my grandpop, they said. On the morning of the actual service, the funeral home finally admitted that they had made a mistake. They said, you're right, that's not your husband. And apparently the mourners went ballistic, demanding that the real body be brought. And so they waited for an hour and a half before Kenneth was brought to the funeral home. But still, the undertaker screwed up because his body was lying in the casket face down and partially hanging out. The family was so appalled that one man had a seizure and had to be taken to hospital while another, a woman, had an asthma attack. The funeral was, understandably, cancelled. And guess what? Around the same time across town, a woman called Claire Beverly and her sister was laying their father to rest until they spotted the guy in the casket was not Charles Beverly at all, but some random guy who turned out to be an army veteran called Kenneth Roberts. At the time, news outlets sought the funeral home for comment, but there was no response. 
This is not an isolated incident, by the way. In Prospect, Connecticut, Ralph Chichillo attended his mother's wake to discover that the woman in the coffin was not his 95-year-old mother. It was somebody else. Only this time, they couldn't switch the bodies because the funeral home admitted that they had mixed up the corpses and cremated his mother by mistake. Was it a simple mix-up? Well, mistakes can happen. But the family suspected that the funeral home had realized they'd messed up and had actually attempted to embalm this other corpse to look like the mother, hoping they wouldn't notice. It didn't work. Now, you might not think that fire is a risk at a funeral, but don't be so sure. In 1994, 25-year-old Baton Rouge man had died and was being remembered at his funeral until proceedings were interrupted by smoke billowing out of the cracks in his coffin. The bizarre situation was investigated and it was discovered that the fluids and chemicals used during the embalming process had spontaneously combusted inside the casket, bursting the corpse into flames. Fire from a dead body almost burned an entire crematorium down in Texas. Staff at the Meadow Lane Memorial Park funeral home were cremating a corpse that weighed in at over 300 pounds. Somehow the excess fat in the cadaver had caused the crematorium fire to increase to much higher levels than usual. It led to an outbreak of flames that partially destroyed the building. So with all this in mind, if you ever do attend a funeral, you can rest assured that you will probably feel that mixture of sadness or even awkwardness, or you might even find it comforting or inspiring. But whatever happens, just be thankful that as tricky as they can be, at least the corpse didn't explode. I'm Peter Laws, and you've been listening to Frightful. Good night. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.